there's just endless opportunities and you have to think outside the box. Like if your name has value and you're passionate about something, like the world is your oyster. I think it's just about like, for me personally, I visualize everything I want. So it's just visualizing like, what is the greatest thing you can achieve with, with your career? Why can't you do it? The piece of advice that I'd give to anyone who wants to be in, in business is that don't let anything stop you and that every no is actually an opportunity to redirect you to get closer to where you want to go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Good Vibe. How are we doing today? I hope that wherever you're at in your day, it is a beautiful day and you are ready to get uplifted and inspired and all the value because we are sitting down with such a boss queen on today's podcast, and that is Leanne Pierce. Now, Leanne Pierce is the founder of Made By All, which is the industry's leading digital talent management agency. And I know this community, you guys are going to love this episode because this talent agency represents the most innovative top creators, influencers, and celebrity talent. They have clients that reach over 600 million on social and they do everything under the sun management. They really handcraft impactful, long-lasting brand partnerships, and they pay attention to detail with every client they work with. Now, if you are a content creator listening or a founder of a company, you're going to love this because we hit branding, marketing, influencer marketing on both sides from Leanne, just managing top talent, influencers, celebrities. We got to hear just what goes into those strategic campaigns, how to scale your brand as a content creator, how to really build a long lasting brand that can become a celebrity influential brand. And then on the brand side, because they've worked with so many top brands, Fortune 500 brands such as Procter & Gamble, Amazon, PepsiCo, Walmart, NFL, T-Mobile, Walt Disney. You're going to hear it from the top on how those brands approach branding and marketing, work with talent and work with Leanne's company. Now, this episode went in because we didn't just talk about influencer marketing, but we talk about something unique that Leanne does within her business, which is a product development division where she co-founds companies and brands with her influencer clients to help them diversify revenue streams and build equity in owned IP. So you're in for such a treat with this one. There's so much value in this episode. And as you are listening, I know you're going to want to take notes. And if you're getting value, we would so appreciate it if on whatever platform you're listening on, you screenshot your phones, tag Leanne Pierce, tag Coffee and a Good Vibe. I'll have all the handles linked below in the show notes and let us know you're listening. Share the love of the wealth of knowledge of this episode to a friend. Copy and paste the link on whatever platform you're listening. Share it on social, share it in a text thread. We want this episode to reach as many because we want the the knowledge. We want everyone to scale with this wisdom in this episode. And I'm going to leave it here because this episode was packed and I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you're at. Let's dive in to this amazing episode and conversation with founder of Made By All, Leanne Pierce. Today's episode is brought to you by Gorgeous, the leading customer service platform for e-commerce brands, helping merchants unlock revenue and deliver exceptional customer service. By prioritizing customer engagement, brands can create deeper, more personalized experiences for their shoppers. 
With the rising cost of acquiring new customers, retention is a key focus for D2C brands. Creating outstanding customer service experiences shouldn't be costly or a burden for your customer support team. This is exactly why Gorgeous is so great. Gorgeous helps you improve your customer service experiences by managing all your communication channels from one dashboard. It provides you with the ability to customize messages and automate replies, giving Gorgeous users an unparalleled power to resolve customer inquiries quickly and personalize, which is exactly what you need to improve your customer retention. Get started with Gorgeous today and start managing all your communication channels from one platform that is designed to help you. Go check out Gorgeous now and redeem the offer in the show notes below. Guys, by clicking on the link in the show notes below, you get two months free with their platform. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Good Vibe. Guys, I am joined with an iconic queen today, Leanne Pierce. Leanne, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Guys, if you don't know Leanne, she is the founder of Made by All. And in Coffee and a Good Vibe fashion, I'm going to get you to kind of like brief like the picture and the overview on like what Made by All is, because you guys are going to be obsessed with this. So Made by All is a management company that has a lot of different verticals. We have a management side, an agency side, and within the management side, we have an equity division, a product development division, and a production division. Wow. And it's loaded, guys. She is the top management agency in LA. When we get into it, you're going to hear the names that she manages. If you follow someone you love, I'm sure Leanne manages them (laughs) in some capacity. Um, So Leanne, can you give us background on how you got into really creating one of the top management companies in Los Angeles? And you probably have talent in New York all over. Yeah, the journey's been long and (laughs) amazing and filled with so many turns and twists. But You know, I started my career at Interscope Records in the Global Mm -hmm. Brand Partnership Division, where I really understood the value of brands as distribution tools for musicians. And I really got started working with music artists and then helping them diversify, you know, their marketing campaigns through brand partnerships. Mm -hmm. And that was the same year that Instagram launched and Spotify launched. And I am like a... I'm a child of the fashion blogs. Like I grew up looking at fashion bloggers around the world when I was in high school. So I was always influenced really early by these girls who shared their fashion style, which is like, you know, what we now call today, like the influencers. Um, So it's been deeply rooted in me. And, you know, after my internship, I, I became obsessed with you know, how do I like merge the worlds that I, that, that, that like that I love and, mm. you know, I could go a lot deeper, but no, I love the, that. That's I the love, high level. It's so crazy because what year was that when Instagram Spotify launched? That was 2011. And I think it's, I was so inspired, like listening to your other podcast episode I listened to, which I will put in the show notes because it's such a good one. Thank you. But it was just so, the thing that blew my mind when I thought about it, I was like, for context, like now, yeah, influencers, it's a normal thing. Influencers are huge brands, they're huge businesses. But back in 2011, people didn't know the word. Like it was so new and it almost makes you like 
such a pioneer of the space and also to have that like foresight and vision on what it would become like how did you know it was gonna pop off to the level that it did today honestly like I hit so many roadblocks in the beginning and no one cared about what I was trying to do and yeah I had I've always been someone who's had great vision and I visualize everything I want to happen in my Mm. life so you know even from back in high school like the feeling of like the way hip hop made me feel like I knew I always wanted to be behind the scenes and like a creator of 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 a world that had power and movement. So when I saw like Instagram pop up and, you know, all of these at that time, like DJs were a really big thing. And like, you know, I was managing a DJ, I had no idea what I was doing, but he's still one of my dear friends today. Oh. Shout out to David Dan. Um, <laughs> you know, and we just like hit the road and we just were trying to do things that people didn't understand. Like we were reaching out to brands that were like, they just didn't understand. But I had a vision and I got, I got hit with a lot of no's to be honest. And you know, when it was time for me to actually like take a step forward into Mm -hmm. the corporate world, I got a job at a a talent agency that strictly focused on endorsements and brand management. So I really got an understanding of the key players in the space and how an endorsement deal is ran, a media deal is done, and what the contract points are and what's important and what's not. So I got like the foundation of like where I am today. I got like the blueprint of like how to do an endorsement deal and how to negotiate and what's important. And you know, simultaneously, I was trying to sign influencers to that company and Mm. they really didn't care, but they let me like, they gave me an inch every like mile I was trying to run. They're like, okay, you can sign this person and do something. And I remember I did my first deal for like a thousand dollars on Instagram and, you know, that was pennies to them, but it was a really cool point in the journey of like this whole space that like, this is something. And the first deal I did was actually with one of the biggest uh, influencer agencies in the market today. So they're called open influence and, you know, they have offices around the world now, but it was just me and the two founders trying to figure out how to price out, you know, what this Instagram post was worth for the brand that we were working with. And like influencer marketing now is huge. Oh yeah. It didn't exist then. So, you know, we really did pioneer this space. We had to figure out like what a comment was worth. Oh, what a, like, you know, we were just so granular with it. And I think, for me, I always wanted to be in entertainment and really make a name for myself. And there was no better way than to like create a world because, mm. you know, that's the best way to do it. Create something for yourself. And I think that's also what all of the influencers today that are have these thriving businesses are doing. Like they're creating their own paths. Yeah. Oh my God, there's so much there. And I'm excited to like dive into more of the influencer stuff later because I think it's so valuable. But one of the things you said that I think is so inspiring and I want to highlight it was like, there's so many people along the path who said no. Like, oh no, that's, they probably like in their head, they're like, what is that? That's not a business, that's nothing. How, like your mindset still, and like during that time had to be rock solid and so like bulletproof in your belief system. How, and like, this could be applied to anyone listening, but like when you're dealing with so many no's or so much like negativity from other people in the business world, especially being like a female founder, how did you cope with it? Like, what was your belief system in your head? To be yeah. Like, keep going. Yeah. No, just, just to keep it so real, like, yeah. you know, and looking back now, like it really has solidified for me that like every 
stop sign or every no was a redirection towards something that was going to be mm. worth my time and attention. But at that time, like, it's really hard to see in hindsight that like, oh, this door shutting is actually a really good thing. Like, and there was, there was a lot of artists that I was trying to manage and spending a lot of my time, you know, and energy and trying to make their careers pop. And, you know, I specifically remember like, working with this this artist who I still have so much love for and I, yeah. I think he's incredible. But I remember when that door shut, it was like I, I was heartbroken. And mm. I, I, I think it was a, a greater lesson also to today, like not to, to like let things flow and when things end, it ends for a reason. So like that's just like a really big example. But, you know, a lot of the no's I received in business, it, it fueled, it has to, you have to let it fuel you to keep you going. Like the no's just mean that you're closer to getting a yes. And I think I it's just that. like how you frame it in your mm-hmm. head. Like part of the beginning of my career was cold emailing brands on behalf of the clients I represented to try to get them deals. And mm-hmm. you know, like I would email hundred people a day and maybe one or one to five got back. But it was my job to, my boss is also encouraging me to pick up the phone and call cold call these brands, which was such a good exercise because who wants to do that? You know, who wants to cold call someone who hasn't responded to your emails? So it really got me unafraid to be like, this is what I want to do. And I think you'd be a great partner. Are you interested? And if it's a no, then you move on. Like, Mm. I think it's like, you got to get over that. That's the ego. Like, this is business. Like, we're all trying to achieve something. And I think the right partners come. And when they don't, it's like, you have to just trust. I love that. And I hope everyone listening, like, replays that because it's so important in that reframe. That's all the power. And like, look, it's like, you don't know when you're going to get that yes to bring you to that next level. And even going into right now, you represent such top talent. And I'm sure there's like a list of people who are seeing talent you represent and want to be represented by you. Um, Going into like the almost like that scale point of of the business. um, Did you have a moment with Made by All where you guys like you're you're you started this company and then you hit this like one almost like domino that like put you on you're like shit like this is it yeah um I don't know if I can identify like one moment but I think like the energy like really came when personally like when we rebranded I the company used to be called music brand agency which I like hated (laughs) you know like I, I I I want everyone to keep in mind like you don't need to have everything to be perfect when you start a journey. Mm. Like I started this company literally overnight. I quit my job on my birthday in 2017. And the next day I incorporated because I had a really big contract that I had to facilitate. So I didn't have time to like think of a name or come up with like a beautiful website. Like I was scrappy, you know, Mm. like, and that's the energy of of, like starting something. It's like, And I was, for a long time, I was so unhappy with the name and I knew it didn't represent what I was building uh, because I thought I was going to be a music-based agency. I I pivoted in year two and built a digital management company. And it's okay to pivot. It's okay Mm -hmm. to like change, you know, change it up. So many successful people change what they do. And I, I knew in my heart that this wasn't the name and I, I waited for three and a half years and I finally came up with Made by All, which is like the same initials as Music Brand Agency, MBA. So I, you know, it's just, it was really like, it all came together really nicely. And I think like the new branding, the new energy, like 
just a new I had gone out of a relationship and like mm-hmm. I think like that all the all this catalyst like you know my clients were just coming up and we were doing things that like just put them at the top of their game and yeah I don't know I don't think it was like one specific but moment it, like, but all kind of yeah built. it all kind of built up and just being proud of like who you are and what you represent like mm-hmm. and all my clients are the most supportive people like we're we're fam like it's like a family like management is so personal we speak to our clients multiple times a day yeah um could you name drop just like some of the influencers yeah of course so we have uh adam wahid who currently is the top comedy creator in the world he's receiving one billion organic views a month What? like i can't eat like it's it's insane to actually like think about that we have helen owen who is an incredible lifestyle expert entrepreneur we have tessa brooks who's Mm. a digital star she's incredible we're building a music career for her Alongside other past, we have Nina Drama, top comedy female star, uh, Ugo Mozzi, who's an incredible fashion stylist. He's also like in sustainability. He's a sustainability expert. Yeah, the list goes on and on. We have Carmela Rose, incredible model. I love her. Yeah, just she's so awesome. many incredible people. I can I can keep going, but yeah. I know, and, <laughs> and you are so passionate about them too. Like yeah. each of them, you can have, just tell their relationship is so pure. How did that like re- building relationships in the influencer space? How did you expand your network to? start work was it in the beginning of their careers I'm sure some of them like you grew with them in the beginning yeah I I want to just make this one point first like I go into everything with the mindset of like even just a call that I have in business like this could be a million dollar call like this could be really special if you keep an open mind I think we Mm. all get so jaded so you know moving back to your question I I've gotten really lucky in the sense that I've never had to like go after a client, like all the client, all like the talent kind of like revolves around my aura and you know, whoever stays. You attract like, them, everyone yeah. copy a good vibe knows, law of attraction, it's real. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think like once you have success with someone, I think, you know, especially in the digital world and in this like creator economy, like world that we're in, they all are friends. Like oh, everyone yeah. knows each other. There's massive group chats and, I'm grateful that the clients that I did well for early on, like really like was like, hey, you should meet Leanne. Like you should you should connect with her. Like she got me this deal. Like she'd be dope for you. And, you know, I I remember I was speaking on a panel at South by Southwest and I was like kind of in my head like I didn't I wasn't feeling great. And I was like, you know what, Leanne, like get out of your head. Like this could be an amazing opportunity. And the next hour I met Adam Wahid who's now like, you know, we're building an empire with him. And he, w- I was introduced to him through another client. And, you know, I think it's just like everything connects. Yeah. I met my client, Helen, at a party. Uh, you know, I, I just had asked her. I was like, hey, like, do you have a manager? We had coffee or drink the next week. And it just naturally grew from there. I mean, I think one of the, the things that makes us really unique and a true belief system of mine is that I don't believe in contracts. Like Mm -hmm. we work so hard for our clients and we speak to them all the time that honestly, if someone is better for them, I would encourage them to go to that person. And I don't want to hold them back. Like we're here to support their career. So by if any reason we can't, then like, please. And I just had this conversation with someone. I was like, you know, management is so personal and the people we work for we kill it for them so it's like mm-hmm. they know that like that speaks volumes to the fact that you have like that much confidence and like you just know 
how like when you know that that just action alone speaks volumes like you know the value you bring and how much it can do for someone that you have that much confidence you're like I don't need it in in writing like no not at all and I yeah I mean yeah so it's so incredible just for like I know there's entrepreneurs listening, there's influencers listening. Can you like, I know it's so many things, but can you just like almost outline to someone like the role that a management manager or management team plays in an influence in an influencer's career? Cause yeah. it is beyond just like negotiating one brand deal. Oh Cause the yeah. Talent you're representing like they're, you're building empires. I mean, I'm the type of person that like, I will like at every point of the day, I'm just like, if I'm not like actually on a call or, doing podcasts or like answering emails like I'm just visualizing like opportunities for like all my all my clients so it's like just as like Helen Owen is an example it's like she'll like put a thought in my head like hey I really want to do a make a cloth like a bathing suit company yeah and then I'm like okay like let's be smart about this like let's build a strategy let's do a test like we did two tests with different companies a capsule collection we saw the data we saw the community was there I remember the one of the capsules yeah we did we did um uh, Pilly Q. We also did a Bloomingdale's capsule yeah. collection. And then we took the data and I went into the marketplace and I found the best possible deal for her to manufacture uh, her own bathing suit line. And, you know, this company, Thimble, shout out to Thimble. They're they're incredible. They're a fashion incubator. They have the capabilities of like a massive company because they also have the Levy Group alongside Thimble. And yeah, we're super happy and there's just a lot of opportunities. But like going back to your original question of the role mm. of the manager, it's like, how do we like think of like the biggest vision possible? I only want to work with people who have like the biggest yeah. visions. Like we are here to like do something great and mediocrity is just not something that like I want to be like the best and not just like for ego purposes, like truly because we can and why not? Like we're here to, mm. we're only here once. Like let's do stuff that's epic. So, yeah. you know, with Helen, it's like, there's a whole strategy. There's a vision. There's like different verticals, you know, that I'm here to connect the dots. So when she is creating, like, I can be like, okay, we have an equity deal with Amas. We're creating a, a, a dinnerware set with a company I can't name yet, but like, how do we, okay, let's introduce them. Let's, let's have these two people come together. Let's have an event. It's like, I'm just coordinating everything. Like if Helen needs, you know, someone to help her with editing or like, an assistant or those are just small things, but it's like, it's like all, but all the yeah. things that are going to help her become a better creator in her, yeah, in her space a better entrepreneur, and like achieve the empire. Yeah. My whole thing is like, these are my business partners. My management mm-hmm. clients are my business partners. Me and Helen are business partners in her swimwear line. We're, you know, this whole, I have an equity side of my company where we're like investing in com- like social venture where we're like, we trade equity for social content and, you know, we're doing that a lot with Helen now. And it's it's really cool. I mean, there's no, there's, for us and me, like, if I was with a different company, there'd be so much red tape. Like, there's oh, yeah, no red like, tape. We don't do that. Yeah, I've heard that like, Ashton Kutcher does that. No one does that, but, like, the smartest team will do that. And I'm like, I don't want red tape. I don't want to work at a company where they're like, oh, well, you can't do that. Yeah, like, like the equity deal I was genius. told I can't do something for so long. I remember I wanted to sign the weekend to my old company. My bosses didn't know who he was, and I was just like, no, 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 no. Like, stop. Like, you, we have to. And they, they said no. And I, I remember I went to the meeting and acted as an agent. I was an assistant. And I sat down with his team. And I was just like, 
Now they probably, if you were still in contact, they're probably like, we well, messed up. No, 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 no. We, we ended up working with him. I convinced my bosses oh. at the time. Yeah, but it was a short-lived uh, situation because I, I, I left that company. But yeah, it's just an example of like, just don't take no for an answer and just pivot. Oh, I love that. I, I love that you said like each client of yours is an empire and you look at them like that. And I think it's so important for influencers to view their brand like that because I think that some people even who aren't in that space or who are and are trying to grow a brand, they only think brand deals. Work oh, with yeah. brands in exchange for content. But like, what would you say to someone listening? Maybe they're a micro or they are a big influencer and as a perspective switch on like what they can do because when you have audience, oh, you can yeah. create your I think own it brands. all, 100%, it starts with community. It's mm-hmm. like, who's engaging with you and why? And like, if you don't know that answer, you need to really figure that out because like, if you don't know why people like visit your page and I think what makes, you know, my position as a manager so special is that like, I'm a consumer as well. Like I consume mm-hmm. the media that my clients are are giving out and like, I'm a, you know, I'm influenced by people. So I get it. And like when I'm doing these deals, I'm like, well, how would I react to this? So I think with that mindset, it's like we can craft really special opportunities And if you're an up and coming influencer, it's like, don't worry about the money. Don't worry Mm. about like, will this make me money? Because you're in it for the wrong thing. You really are. Like, this is about like connecting with people, like giving, you know, speaking your truth, whatever that is, like diving into your passion and like connecting with people around the world. And that's like, that's awesome that we get to do that. Like, I think there's a lot of uh, negativity that comes with social media, but the positive, the positivity that also comes is so outweighs the the cons. I totally, yeah. That's always been my relationship with social. Yeah. And I think with anything you need balance. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's so many opportunities and, you know, even if like you love to design cakes, right? Like, you could like do it for fun and then you can do a partnership with a cake. Like there's just endless opportunities and you have to think outside the box. Like if your name has value and you're passionate about something, like the world is your oyster. Yeah. I think it's just about like, for me personally, I visualize everything I want. So it's just mm-hmm. visualizing like, what is the greatest thing you can achieve with, with your career? Why can't you do it? You're speaking coffee in good vibe language. I talk about visualization all the time because your mind has to get there before you physically do. You need to see it so you have the roadmap in your head. Yeah. A hundred percent. I love this. And I think that also like the other element you're highlighting is like you have that business brain, that strategy, and you have that with your talent. You guys like think beyond like the bubble. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to always be like pivoting and thinking different. And one of the things I got to ask, because you manage top talent, like, Tessa Brooks, Helena, and they've been innovators in the space. But then also the other thing that I love is like they stay so relevant because they're always innovating the wheel with their content. And I think a lot of people, whether they're like um, an entrepreneur who has their own business and they're trying to develop their social strategy or an influencer, what would be your best pieces of advice for someone who's trying to grow their community, grow their brand online in this landscape because your talent does it so well totally I think the energy you put in is is the energy you'll get out so Mm. like if you're like only in it halfway in your mind like you're not going to see the the results you want so it's like consistency is key like I try not to put so much pressure on my clients because I think if I push them sometimes it's I need to let them lead and then I can really build an empire with them but 
posting every day is, is super important. Like utilizing all the assets that Instagram has to offer, TikTok has to offer, really understanding the monetization and on each platform and then like what each platform can offer you. So like Snapchat has a lot of different features, surprisingly, that like creators can can really leverage. Facebook is, has a huge community. You might not be on it, but mm-hmm. like you might connect with someone around the world who's on it. And like I wouldn't, people neglect all these different platforms. And I think if you have robust, if you're creating content, it's like, why not post on every platform? So consistency, like syndicating content, collaboration is super important. And like listening to your audience and like responding, even if, even if you have three comments, like those, that, that that's your audience. Like, what yeah. are they, what are those three comments saying? Like, you know, Adam Wahid is like the king of this, like whole read his comments. And if people are saying, oh, I want a part two, like or a part three, he's going to create that part three. And then he knows when to stop. Like he's mm-hmm. listening to what his community is saying. And he's a perfect example of someone who's like at the top of his game. Like he travels the world with Facebook and Instagram speaking in panels. Our most wow. recent one was at South by Southwest uh, with Rolling Stone and Meta. And wow. yeah, like he also was coming out with a social media masterclass course with this company called UGAA. So that will be available soon. And he breaks it down for everyone, like the five pillars of how to like really be a successful creator. So I highly recommend following Adam for when that yeah, comes out. Yeah, we'll link it below when yeah. it's coming out. Hopefully summer or fall. We That's just completed so it. I love that. It's so, and it's so true, um, like on this, like your talent, they're staying in their genius. And I think that highlights why your relationship with them is so abundant because you know your lane, they know their lane, and like you guys are both doing it so well. So someone listening is probably like, damn, I want a manager. When is the best time for them to maybe seek it or put it out in the universe when they would know like, I need a manager? You know you need a manager when you absolutely cannot do it yourself. When your emails are overflowing or like, you know, you're getting so many inquiries or like DMs. Yeah. That you know that like it's time to level up. Like until you can't do it on your own, like get then get a manager. What do you guys look for as an agency? I know you guys are the top and you have a crazy... It's so funny. Yeah, people say that all the the time. It's like, is there a threshold? You know, I think it depends on what vertical you're, you're... I represent such a diverse roster. Yeah. Like our client, Ugo Motier is like an incredible fashion stylist. I think he has like 250,000 followers, which comparatively to like someone who has 30 million isn't a lot, but he mm-hmm. is a really great community and he's a leading expert in his field of fashion styling and sustainability. So like if you're an expert, you can really leverage that and build a lot of opportunities. So I don't think it's really about how many followers as much as it's like, how much do you convert? How much, how many link clicks are you getting? Like how many DMs are you getting? What are your comments? Like it's so much, it's, it's so much deeper. Cause it's like, I, you know, in the micro, I'm not really in that micro talent, like the micro influencer space, but I know that those girls kill it too. Like, and, and you can make a really good living. Totally. On like the income side, could you expand? I think it would expand the mind of like the influencer and the business owner, the entrepreneur on like just you can just name you don't have to go into it. But like the different streams of revenue that you could introduce as someone who has I'm like someone who has a good community. So you are an influencer. Uh, Like like where the money comes from. Yeah. Yeah. So money, all the platforms pay in some capacity. Right. So you're going to get money off of your content and views. And then you're going to get if you're doing a lot of branded campaign work, that's another revenue stream. 
um a, it, 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 i mean it <laughs> we have the a beautiful petunia here if you hear a dog growling you know i think it just depends on your career right if you're a musician you have that revenue stream if you have a podcast mm. you have that like uh, if you're an f- actress, there's film and TV revenue. But like, is that is that your question? Because yeah. you could do so many different things. You could have like um, royalty deals if you have like... Even like, um, do you see a lot in your space, like the collaboration lines, like what Helen did with Feet? So yes, their oh, own yeah. lines. Oh yeah, you could is, also, yeah, sorry, go ahead. But just even like, yeah, the collab lines, like um, like something like, could you explain what Helen did with Feet? Yeah, so Feet, so cool. like... That's interesting because it's it's two people coming together and splitting the profits of something, right? So there's and it's no. It's a brand she loves. Yeah, that. she loves it so much. Exactly. So we've done it now. That we're in our second year. So now she's actually designing her own set with them. At first, it was just a color wave. Wow. Um, and we like she would post and we'd we'd, we'd split the profits 50-50, wherever it was, which is non-traditional. Usually, a brand hires you for pay for play. They give you an upfront fee. They give mm. you a payment structure and like. But this is like two people coming together saying, I really love your work, which is like so interesting, right? Like you could go, like this is an example for any creator listening. It's like, you could go into the marketplace, like DM your favorite brand, like show them why you're worth investing in. Like we have extensive media kits. Sorry, like I'm derailing a bit, but we have extensive media kits for all of our clients, like with views, engagements, metrics, stats, organize everything. Even if you don't, if you've never done a brand deal, like show them that like, on this link, you got 5,000 or 500 clicks. Like mm-hmm. just aggregate whatever you have and start somewhere because that's how you build, build anything. The foundation is everything. And you know what your community loves best, right? Like you can, people can actually really care about like, I don't know, like the coffee you drink and maybe it's really aligned for you to work with like a coffee brand or like whatever it is. But like, yeah, showcasing that yeah. to a brand, it can, they would be like, and then also growing that relationship too. Like with Helen, like it started off as like a, a, a probably just even like an a influencer. Gift yeah, yeah a gift or just a gifting. Yeah, and totally. like look how it grew. Yeah. Do you see a lot with like brands even um, leveraging your talent just for like print campaigns, even with modeling? Because I'm seeing that trend too as well. Like, you know, I have friends who work in like the traditional industry and they do, they're like model and like um, acting scouts. And now it's shifted where they want girls who, influencers who they want people who have a brand so they'll because helen's a model but she also has a huge brand so it's i see that trend as well yeah for sure i mean there's so many different ways to like build a brand once you have a community like with helen specifically we're talking to a company now where she might be the face of this product that she absolutely loves and she would lead that initiative with one of their biggest retailers. So her image would be used in in stores and it would be a royalty deal. Like, that's the thing. There's no blueprint to any of these types of opportunities. It just has to make sense. And like- Yeah, think big. You have to read, 100%, you have to read the contracts. And like, for me, relationships are everything. Like, you just never know when a relationship will come into play. Like, I was friends with a neighbor one of my neighbors, when I first moved to LA, he reached out to me as a new product. And this is the product we're talking about with Helen now. It's like, that's so it's crazy. just like, I just try to be, I try to be friendly with everyone. Like yeah. the way I signed my biggest client was because I was just talking to this guy in the street and I didn't know who he was, but he ended up being like the president of a really big music label and introduced wow. me, you know, to her. So it's just like, you just never know. I love that. I think that's so, and having no expectations, just being open. I think that you'll have so much value to also shift gears on the other side there's people who are a maybe they're a small business or someone who's just they're a brand that 
they're like, you know what? I'm so over ads. I would rather put my ad stand into influencers. What pieces of advice would you have for like a, a CBG brand that's maybe looking to now start leveraging and working with influencers and they're just new in the game because you, you've done it for so much talent. It depends on like what threshold they have to invest in talent because sometimes it's like, for me, I always tell, ask the brand, I'm like, what's your, like, what's the priority here? Is it sales? Is mm -hmm. it awareness? Like where, like, do you want it? If it's, if it's purely like sales, then I would advise the company to like gift a lot of people see who really likes the brand. And Love then that. like, that's so much value. Yeah. That. Because it's just like, you could pay anyone to post anything. And it's like, you don't, there's just like, Helen is a perfect example of someone who tries literally every single product before she tries, like will agree to any campaign. Yeah. And we pass on a lot of deals. Um, there's been brands where they've paid her, they've offered a lot of money, but her skin didn't react well to the product. And we had to say no, like we absolutely wouldn't say yes. Yeah. So I think for any brand who's like trying to think about this space, it's like start out with gifting. Like mm -hmm. any manager who understands how this industry works will understand that gifting is important. Find the community of people who love your brand, even if it's current people who follow the brand. Like see what influencers already follow you. Say, hey, I saw you follow my account. Like mm -hmm. we'd love to. We're engaging in a, an influencer campaign and we'd love to see if there's an opportunity to work with you. Keep it really like vague and gen like not vague, but like just open, right? Yeah. Um, not like, hey, we need five posts on this date. Like, just just say, like, we'd love to work with you. And then see who has, like, I would ask for, like, if you're a small brand and you don't even limited budget, like, ask for data. Ask for metrics from the person you're about to, like, work with. Like, see if it really makes sense for you. Because, you know, I don't, for us, when someone tells me it's it's mostly about sales, and I'm like, okay, well, then you should lock in a three-month agreement. Like, yeah. because, like, the continuity, like, really matters. Like, mm -hmm. if you've seen influencer post something once, it's like, if you see them post it three times, you might be more inclined to... Just like ads, right? Like, they have yeah. that rule of thumb with ads. Like, someone needs to see it X amount of times before they convert. Yeah. It's the same thing with influencers. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, look, like, if you love that, like you know, bar cart that Helen posted and you want to swipe up and buy it. Yeah. Like she got an insane amount of clicks on this bar cart she posted. But like, mm. if it's a brand that doesn't really match what you would normally post, like, yeah, you would have to like, you have to introduce it. You have to like warm people up to it. Tell them why you love it. Like for me, it's also like the, you have to find people who can really educate. If it's like a new product, you have to, you have to find people who can speak to camera and like can really educate people. And you just have to be really smart with it. Like you can't just like, you have to be like, really like like who why are we paying this person and why i think too on the side of what you're saying being smart about it, it's like that content strategy it's like if you are uh, a skincare brand then maybe it makes sense for it to be in stories that payment that partnership versus a feed a picture post right and i think it's so important to also understand like the content of the platform because it would be so organic for like Helen, we're going to use her just for the examples, like wake up, waking up in the morning and sharing her skincare routine if she uses your product Yeah. versus it being like a post. Because I think just like naturally people are strolling through stories. Oh, yeah. And I think it's so important to understand it on all of that. So do you just recommend for, I feel like in your, in your experience, I feel like the most successful brands have approached you with all that dialed down. They like know yeah. exactly Yeah, I mean, we work with like, the, the, the P&Gs of the world, yeah. multi-year, like, you know, contracts all the way down to, like, up-and-coming startups who are really cool. So, That's so cool. Yeah, I think it's just, like, figuring out why and, and who we want to match with who and, you know, just figuring out that perfect marriage. Because at the end of the day, our goal is to have, like, multi-month, year-long partnerships. 
that's mm. what does the best. That's what audiences like really gravitate towards. Like Adam Wahid is an Old Spice guy. Like people don't look at his con like they don't look at his ads as ads. They look at it as like, oh, this is like an amazing video. And we know he works with Old Spice. Like and we love this because it's funny and it's relatable. Like, mm. you know, if you're a comedy creator listening to this, like, re- like relatability is everything. And, you yeah. know. You Would want- you guys ever consider one-off posts or you just avoid them? No, no. We definitely, like, we'll do, we'll do them. Because with Adam, I mean, Adam's different than Helen. And Helen's different than Tessa. It, it, everyone's different. Mm. So it's like with Adam, we, yeah, we'll do a one-off post because he's creating comedy bits. Like, you know, it's a totally different narrative than, like, Helen who's like, telling you this product cured her acne. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so diverse because every influencer that you manage it, and you guys have, how many people do you guys manage currently? Our roster is 30 people, but it's like, we have like three 30 empires, <laughs> like you're saying. It's so much. And I feel like if you guys are listening, you're probably have my reaction. Like, how do you do it? Because you're very calm and grounded and yeah. you're just like. I am a, I, I think a, I, I work a lot. I, I yeah. really do. My whole team, like we work every second of the day. And yeah. for us, it's about being super organized. Like my to-do list is I think 15 pages and we have an outline of every single client and what we have to do, what follow-ups we have to do. Like for me, it's like if Helen asked me to like, hey, can you send this email? I will not forget. Like anytime any client asks me anything, like I make it a point to make it a priority. Like this is, you know, I want them to, to be able to rely on us and it's a lot. How do you do it? How do you, so you have a team, you have a, we're I have a team, I have an have amazing team. team. I like, I literally tell them sometimes I'm like, guys, we are fucking rock stars. Like the amount of shit we do in a day yeah. is, is absolutely it's 30, wild. It's technically like 30 businesses. Well, no. So it's split up. So like 10 people that we like fully 360 manage another 10 that we That's just, still a lot, that we just do brand management for. And then another 10 that we like will bring opportunities to and, you know, that number is, it, it is pretty consistent, but yeah, I mean. How do you manage? So with the to-do list, for example, do you have any systems or ways that you write your to-do list? Are you, we do a Google Excel, like a Google sheet, like a, that we can all edit. And every day do you guys make that in the morning, the night before? We're constantly a, like updating it throughout the day. And then every day at, at 5 PM, we get on a group call wow. and we go over every single client, every deal, every like due date. We have like what contracts need to be redlined, like what the status of everything is. Like, you know, at any given time, like we're working on about like 40 to 60 deals. Yeah. And that's like a lot of like, you know, and that's just our like brand partnership, like division. Like we have a product division, a product development division that I've been building for three years now. My gosh, like, and we're finally launching like three brands that we've been building like oh my God. coming up it's the next few months this year girl. yeah so listen if you guys are looking for a job hit me up yes we'll have info for that in the show notes like an email that you guys can contact that's how I found my my assistant she was listening to a she was at a panel I did and she was amazing survive attracts your tribe people <laughs> in this community are amazing with that no how do you go about scaling the right team because company culture is everything and clearly you have a dream team and I know there's people in that phase of their business like myself like we're high, like looking to hire, but you need like the right people. Oh yeah. The, How did you do it? <laughs> uh, How do you find your dream team? I, I like to say that I gotten, I've gotten really lucky with the, <laughs> the girls that I have. Um, but you know, just as an example, like I like to have like, I've my intern last year is now, um, Helen, Adam and Carmela's assistant. So like, we like to promote up, like, you know, my, my, 
assistant now was my intern for two years. Yeah. My intern that I currently have, I hope to hire her when she's when Love she graduates. This. Or I will help her find a job because like if you work hard for us, like we're gonna work hard for you. And what do you look for like for these interns or like the first step into the company? Like what are you looking for anything specific? I just like I think it's a conversation. I think mm. it's just like asking a lot of questions, figuring out like their strengths and what their weaknesses are and like taking it one step at a time. Like with, with an intern, you know, you could start slower, but when you're hiring a position, it's like, I remember I, I had to hire someone and I, we had to let her go within three days. Like she was just, yeah. you just know, you just, if you can't keep up, you can't keep up. But that's I, know, fine. I feel like you're super intuitive. So yeah. You I mean, we have like a hundred texts at all at any given times. Like we're in, like, that's how we organize our clients. We were in group chats with all of them. I'm probably FaceTiming five of them a day Yeah. Um, on calls with them every other like 10 minutes. Look, yeah. if a deal's moving, like you got to call I'm people. I'm so grateful like, right now. She has her phone on silent. <laughs> yes, I do. We can show you <laughs> how many texts rare. you have after. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like, I'm thank God. Like you have to love what you do because you know, I wake up every day excited. And influencers, like, they always say it. Every All your favorite creators probably say it's 24-7. Always. And I can only imagine for the same goes for the manager. It's 24-7. So I have to ask this. Do you have any boundaries within your, like, personal life with your phone or, like, just boundaries that you set? And if you don't, too, like, that's a part of the job, too. Yeah, like, oh. no, I mean, we're, we're five and a half years in. Like, I think when I first started, like, I was very I was stressed like I mm -hmm. I've learned to manage it a lot better I also like I personally practice Kabbalah so like that has helped me so much with just like understanding what's important and what's not and like mm -hmm. just going like more specifically like I will always answer a client text even if it's like at night if I see it but sometimes like also if it's not urgent I'll answer first thing in the morning like it, you have to realize like, you know, where, like what's really important, what's not. But like, yeah. I will always get back to every client or my team will, 100%. I think that's such a good trait. And I, I'm the same way. I will make sure to respond to everything. But I've seen this, like some people just will like not reply to things at all. And I don't think that's like a good so That's a redirection. So. They're not meant to be like, you're not meant to talk to them either. <laughs> so they don't respond. It's probably a good thing. It's good. This is like yeah. facts. Uh, you were saying like a practice that you, you did. So can you share any rituals or things that you do daily that fill up your cup? Yeah. I think like how I start the first 10 minutes of my day are like mm. so important. And I think for a while it's like checking Instagram right away. And like, I yeah. have to make such a effort to restrict on like checking emails and Instagram. Like I have my Your own. emails are all like insane. Too. Yeah. And I, the thing is like, I want to check, but like, I still think having that morning, even if it's 10 minutes, for me, it's like 10 minutes where I'll sit there and like, I have, I have mantras that I've in, I've put into my routine. Oh my God, and can they've... you share one? <laughs> well, there's a money mantra that I do. I haven't done it as much lately, but last year, every single day, I was so Love consistent that. with it. And it was just like, money flows to me easily and abundantly. You look like, whatever so you think about, like grows. So, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it's funny to like, I don't know who will be listening to this, but like, it, I, I told my team at one point, I'm like, have a mantra. Say it every day. Like, if you want to be better at Put something, mine up like, on the wall. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, every day in front of my dad. You know, I, I don't think we have enough mentors in life. And I've been, you know, one of my really close friends who's a manager who uh, I adore her, and she's been like a mentor to me. And I think anyone who's really like can give you something that's tangible that changes mm. your life is someone that you should really, you know, you should really hold like 
they're an angel. Like if anyone who gives you goodness is an angel in your life. And this specific person, I, I always have like admired her. And one of the traits that I think I admire the most about her is that she's really open with information and contacts. And I try to be the same way. Like anyone who contacts me knows, like I will introduce them to or share information or just it's knowledge. It's such an abundant way of living. I always say uh, cultivate an abundance mindset because abundance breeds abundance. Yeah, I introduce everyone I can to anyone yeah. I can because it's like, why not? Like, There's more than enough to go around. Totally. If you view the world like that, it's just going to compound back. But it's crazy that you know how some people view it in lack and like competition like that energy totally. does not serve. No way. And I think that you're like a living proof of like inspiration of that um, because of everything you've created. And it's like you look at someone like Leanne and then you could see like, wow, OK, operating like that will just breed more of what I want to create in the world. 100%. I have to ask this because on this note of like being such a light and inspiration to so many entrepreneurs and especially female founders, I think it. We have a lot of male founders on the podcast and I love having female founders always on the podcast. And it's so inspiring, especially me being like a female podcast host. Like when you have like another female founder that's just so in her power, just crushing it. What advice, obviously this is generic, but I think it's awesome that it's a female founder coming from a female founder, but what piece of entrepreneurial advice would you leave for someone? Maybe you, your younger self, in the beginning of your career when you started Made By All? The piece of advice that I'd give to anyone who wants to be in, in business is that don't let anything stop you and that every no is actually an opportunity to redirect you to get closer to where you want to go. Mm, that's money right there. I am so grateful you said that, guys. Replay that time and time again because that's honestly what we need to hear always. Leanne, I would love before we close out this podcast, you to plug away. Where can people find you? Best place, plug it all. And we'll link it all also in the show notes below. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Leanne Pries. You could follow Made By All um, at Made By All. And yeah, we have a lot of exciting projects coming up and a lot of opportunities for people who really want to learn this business more to dive in deeper. Love that. Guys, we'll have it all linked below and I will see you in the next one. This episode is sponsored by Gorgeous, the leading customer service platform for e-commerce brands, helping e-commerce owners deliver more personalized experiences for their shoppers, leading to higher customer retention and loyalty. Don't forget to click the link in the show notes for two months free of Gorgeous. See you in the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and spending time with us today in this week's episode. If you got value from this week's episode, we would love to hear from you. Screenshot your phones on whatever platform you're listening to and tag at coffee and a good vibe on your phones and let us know that you are listening and getting value. I would love to connect with each and every one of you and thank you for your time. So share the love, send this podcast to all your friends because we would love to have you all a part of it. Thank you guys so much and continue to spread the good vibes, spread the love and operate in this flow of abundance. See you guys in the next one.